guys. Hey, Patriots, I hope you are having a great day. Tomorrow's super busy, so I'm coming on tonight doing a quick video, show you guys some of the cool stuff that's going on. Let's go. <laughs> Have you seen this? This is the Texas Attorney General. This is how it goes in Texas. Check this out. I say that. <laughs> My comments, and then I'll let Eric say what he's going to say and just say to the President of the United States, you know, let's go, Brandon. We'll see you in court. Yeah, thank you so much, Ken Paxton. And you know what? He deserves that ridicule because he's coming out with all of this and we're pushing back. We're just pushing back. We're not going to take it anymore. There you go. If you're new here, I'm Melissa, Red Pill the World. Um, we look at the Q posts, the current events, and the Trump tweets, and the light of God's work because this is biblical. Literally, I was on with uh, David Mahoney today. I hope you got got to see that. And you know, he was saying he had realized, you know, that this was not just epic, but literally biblical, which I'm so glad to, that he had known that. And so he was um, enjoying that, um, that I was, you know, able to decode, you know, what's going on today in the light of God's word. And that's what we do here. That's what we do. And that's what this book is about. And times and a thousand years of peace. That's what we do. We, we break this down. So everyone understands this is what God's promised. He's promised this. I'm going to show, I'm going to read you a little Obadiah today. How are you, how are you on Obadiah? <laughs> Probably not very much if you have read Obadiah, but you're going to really, really like it because we're, it, it, we're really making it, it's making it very simple. Now that, you know, some of these books were kind of hidden from us. We didn't understand exactly. Now we, we know what they've been doing. We know who the Lord is talking about when he's so angry and he's not angry with us. He's angry at these people who've done such evil. I mean, you're going to love it. All right. So before I do that, I'm going to show you some of the cool stuff that's going on and some connections. But anyway, if you want to get this for a friend of yours, three bucks, you can buy it for others right there. But yeah, so this is um, the ebook is just right there. You can also go on here and I meant to show him this, but I didn't do it. I got to, you know me, I get to talking, but here is the audio book here. If you want to listen to it and uh, just as you're you know running down the road. All right. So here is our telegram. Definitely join with us here because so many of these things I'm going to be talking about today, I actually have already posted on the Freedom Force Battalion Telegram. So it's something that you can easily see when it's hot off the press and, and blast it out there. Here are all of our social media links right here. Getter, Telegram, the podcast, all these different podcasts we're on now. You can go on, uh, get join with us on the BitChute. A lot of you have not actually joined on BitChute. Don't be afraid. You can join BitChute. It's a, it's a not like like you know, YouTube or whatever, it's it's these are freedom uh, freedom channels for sure. So join with us on BitChute and Rumble, and make sure you get your um, your notification. And here's where all the the prior videos are. If you want to look for some of those, if you're new here and you haven't seen how you find those, though, if you go on the categories, you see the biblical astronomy and the biblical festivals and about Revelation and about the all kinds of different things. The um, the the tribes of Israel. All right, so let's. Go. Yeah, here's here's um here's where you can see when uh, when you go to videos. Sorry, when you click on videos and then links with backup, then you'll see all these recent videos. And each one of the videos, I have all the backup that goes along with it. So you'll see, you know, if you're looking, oh, where's the link to that song or where's the link to that uh, that our article or whatever, I always put it right there. So you know, you've got all the backup. 
And that's where, you know, I'm, I'm, I try very, very, very hard to make sure that I have all the backup. Now, Alec Baldwin is an actor. So he's looking so distraught, holding his mask, his, you know, his uh, virtue signaling mask. Oh, I'm a good person. I'm holding my mask. I don't want to infect anyone. Oh, but I'll she point a gun at someone and kill them. So, yeah, so he's looking like he's desperately upset, you know, and so I wouldn't put anything past this man who has been clearly on the flight logs to um, to uh, Epstein Island. He's looking over there. Oh, he's also upset. OK, you know what? Tell that to the judge. I've seen posts about that he was arrested. I really don't. I don't. I haven't seen anything that uh, that proves that yet. I hope so. That would be great, but I don't, I haven't seen anything yet personally. Um, you just got to be really careful what you share because people can put anything out there, but you know, we've got to make sure that we've got the sauce, right? All right. So here is what we posted today that Matt Hutchins, the, the husband of Helena Hutchins, or maybe a couple of days ago, we posted this. Anyway, the husband of Helena Hutchins, who died shortly after she was shot by Baldwin, by all accounts, he shot her. Um, and actually, I was talking with David. And he works on these movie sets. They do not have, you know, live ammunition on the sets. That's just very, very big deal. So this is very suspicious, as we all clearly know. And so he is employed by, in the Los Angeles office of Latham and Watkins, the law firm representing Michael Sussman. Now, people were saying representing the Clintons. Yes, but also Michael Sussman, who was indicted as the first domino in uh, this whole um, uh, Russian gate, spy gate, uh, crossfire hurricane, and all these, remember, I was just told you a couple videos back. Don't you know? If don't miss that video that I just did, it'll help you to piece this together. That Durham has re released eighty-one thousand documents. Those have been declassed. And so it's all this grand jury testimony and all this is coming out. And so I believe that's what's behind this, that they don't want this truth to come out, all this grand jury testimony, because oh, for, for all these years, we've been saying they're having grand juries. Hugh's been telling us there's grand juries going on. In the, well, and people are like, no, it's not. Nothing's happening. You're crazy. And now because of the Sussman a case that has enabled, of course, he's got to release this information so that Sussman can put on a defense. And so now all this information is coming out. And so is that why this woman was shot? Basically, is that a shot across the bow to say, if anyone exposes this, uh, the, us bad guys, they're dead. I, that makes sense to me. That very much makes sense to me. 81,000 documents, all these uh, grand jury testimonies, that gives a lot of data, a lot of information, and everyone's put on notice. You better keep a lid on all of it. Anyway, he was charged in mid-September, September 15th, which was the Day of Atonement. Remember us talking about that? This was a big, big deal. Okay, by special counsel, John Durham, our wonderful Durham we've been talking about. So watch definitely those videos. I talked about Deripaska and Sussman, and I've been, I've been having several videos on that. So that it helps this to make sense. There's a motive. It's called motive, right? Um, so, and she also supposedly, I think this is a real tweet that she posted this. It's been removed, but she had a posted uh, information that will lead to Hillary Clinton's arrest. 
I have heard, I have seen, I don't have any evidence of it. I have no one's given me something that I can go, okay, I, I, I you know, you know, have a true, you know, sauce on it <laughs> where I believe it's true. You know, it might be true, but that supposedly she was going to be working on a documentary uh, exposing pedophiles. Now, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. If I were working on such a thing and exposing these criminals like I already am and you are, I would definitely be watching my back being around something, someone like an Alec Baldwin. And if you're not, then, I mean, we all have to be watching our back constantly because, you know, we're, we, this is not a game. We're exposing these criminals and we've got to be very, very careful with everywhere we go. So I, that just, if anyone has information about it, please post it. I will be posting this video on the Telegram Freedom Force Battalion. So post if you've got some proof that she that that was what she was working on as her next project. It would be interesting that she that would lead to her arrest. That she's been working up some of this information that would lead to Hillary Clinton's arrest. I would like to some sauce on it. So please share that with me. Now you may not be aware of uh, Archbishop Vigano, amazing man. Let's see if how many video of uh, views it's gotten so far at this at that point it was 445,000 let's let me just refresh it and see how many it is at this point let's see 465,000 okay this is Archbishop Vigano because you know, most of us are like they're all bad just throw out every one of these scoundrels well Vigano according to Hugh is a good guy and it does my heart good to know that there are some good guys in high positions in the Catholic church. So we can't throw out the baby with the bathwater. We can't throw out every person. So he claims that the Pope is a zealous cooperator in the great reset. We know that, but he is putting himself out there to put this out before the entire world. Okay. We know that we know that, but he's putting it out before the world. Uh, you know, he has a much bigger uh, mouthpiece, a bigger audience than I do, especially in for the Catholic Church. And he is putting them, putting himself at risk, and he's putting himself on the line saying this extreme truth that everyone needs to know. Uh, he pursues, the, the Pope pursues the demolition of the church. That's pretty big words to say, pretty big charge to bring against the Pope. The demolition of the church the destruction of the church, of the Catholic church, in order to replace it with an organization of Masonic inspiration. So check this out. A zealous cooperator who abuses his own moral authority in order to support a dexter inside the church, the project of the dissolution of traditional society. In other words, where men are women and women are men and there's really not genders <laughs> at all and the dissolution of the children are, are fodder for whatever and you, you can have abortion all this all of this anti-christ society while adinta within the church he pursues the project of the demolition of the church in order to replace her with a philanthropic organization of Masonic inspiration.
philanthropic, supposedly, supposedly, ostensibly on the surface, they are helping humanity, building humanity. When we clearly know that the one now there are some people who are who are Masons who don't realize that they're just useful idiots. But the ones at the top know that what their purpose is, is to the destruction of the church and the state and so that they would infiltrate it and take it over. And it is scandalous. This applies to both, to civil and ecclesiastical world. Civil, civil as in state, ecclesiastical as in church. Okay, and that's what we talk about in, in the book. I talk about the two pillars. Okay, this is the, the, the book here. I talk about the two witnesses. The two witnesses are the ones that are supposed to bring peace on the earth, the church and the state. Okay, the civil and the ecclesiastical. Okay, that's what he's talking about. And I lost it. Okay, here we go. Confirming the pactum generally, the criminal conspiracy between the deep state and the deep church. It seems to me that in this conspiracy, the role of the Jesuit has been decisive. It is no coincidence that for the first time in history, a religious of the Society of Jesus is seated on the throne of Peter. What he's saying is this... this the secret societies, there's, they go by different names. Okay. There's some that are the, you know, the, the Jesuits, whatever. And, but they are the ones that are, have infiltrated the Catholic church. Okay. And they are the ones running and they're the ones really the, the, the top ones who run the money. Okay. And so he's saying that the, that, that the Pope is a Jesuit. I mean, he is coming out with it. This is a big deal. This is a big, big deal. And you have, you know, like a half million people have seen it in just this one, this since the 12th. Okay. So definitely Share this. People need to understand there's infiltrators. And the Lord told us in his word, he says that, that it would be some people who would creep into his house unawares. And so even to rise into these high positions and that we all have to come to grips with this. What a great man to to put himself at such risk and and come out and speak this truth. So very, very good. Now, here here is a post from the Q board. If you're not familiar, qag.news, qagg.news. I'm going to show you this one was posted. 629 2020. There are several posts by this great Archbishop Vigano. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but this is a letter that he had written to the president. Uh, for this reason, I believe that the attack to which you were subjected after your visit to the National Shrine of St. John Paul II is part of the orchestrated media narrative, which seeks not to fight racism um, and so and bring social order, but to aggravate dispositions. Not to bring justice, but to legitimize violence and crime. Not to serve the truth, but to favor one political faction. This is this man's been speaking out for a while, for a long time. It is disconcerting. It's upsetting that there are bishops such as those whom I recently denounced, denounced as in bringing charges against these people, calling them out who by their words prove that they are aligned on the opposing side. They are subservient to the deep state. I thought that was interesting. He called it deep state, deep church. Those who've infiltrated the state and the church. He said that, that they subservient to this. They don't follow Christ. They're following some other, uh, some other authority there to globalism, these globalists, uh, which is the cabal, uh, to aligned thought to the new world order, which they invoke ever more frequently in the name of a universal brotherhood, 
which has nothing Christian about it. This is what these Masons are, the secret societies. They have this brotherhood and it is not about following Christ. I don't care how many times they say it's about following Christ. It's not. It's, 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 uh, it's about following this, doing what's, what's best for the brotherhood. And, and it's a secret society. You go and make a secret oath. Jesus said very clearly not to do that. You swear allegiance to the Lord, but you don't swear allegiance to your brothers as a higher oath, a higher calling, kind of like commies, but by which that's what, that's what the point of the back, that book is, is that they have a higher calling to each other in their, in their illegal uh, deeds, but, and they're supposed to keep all this secret, right? Or they'll cut out your tongue, which has nothing Christian about it, by which evokes the Masonic ideals of those who want to dominate the world by driving God out of the courts, out of schools, out of families, and even uh, perhaps out of churches. Yes, the American people are mature and have now understood how much the mainstream media does not want to spread the truth, but seeks to silence and distort it, spreading the lie that is useful for the purposes of their masters. However, it is important that the good who are the majority wake up from their sluggishness and do not accept being deceived by a minority of dishonest people with unavowable purposes. It is necessary that the good, the children of light, come together and make their voices heard. What more effective way is there to do this, Mr. President, than by prayer, asking the Lord to protect you, the United States, and all of humanity from this enormous attack of the enemy. He called he capital E enemy. He's talking about Satan, that Satan's at the top of this thing. That's what the I is really about. Uh, that they worship Satan before the power of prayer, the deception, you know, what I'm talking about the, on the, like on your dollar bill, you've got the, you've got the, the pyramid and at the top, you see the, the eye, the all seeing eye, whatever. And it's got, it looks like a sun, whatever that's, that, that's, that's Satan. All right. So before the power of prayer, the deceptions of the children of darkness will collapse. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Their plots will be revealed. Their betrayal will be known, will be shown. Their frightening power will end in nothing brought to light and exposed for what it is, an infernal deception, hellish deception uh, uh, from the pits of hell. Mr. President, my prayer is constantly turned to that beloved American nation where I had the privilege and honor of being sent by Pope Benedict uh, the, the 16th. Um, as apostolic nuncio in this dramatic and decisive hour for all of humanity, I am praying for you and also for all those who are at your side in the government of the United States. I trust that the American people are united with me and you in prayer to almighty God, united against the invisible enemy of all humanity. I bless you and the first lady, the beloved American nation, and all the men and women of goodwill. Carlo Maria Vigano, titular Archbishop of Ulpiana. Isn't that amazing? Former apostolic nuncio to the United States of America. So thankful for this man. I just want you to be aware of what he is saying, what he's calling out, and we can share this and that he has already been shown on the board multiple times. This is not the only time Vigano was listed on the board and his letter was uh, posted on here. So very, very thankful for this man. So, so courageous. All right. So the next thing, arrest Fauci. This is shocking to me. <laughs> oh, you know, I really would have expected that people would have arisen when they found out about all of the damage to these children and to people and the deaths and the and the and the, the people being uh, having such terrible maladies. But no, what causes hashtag arrest Fauci is when they find out that he's harming puppies. OK, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I I love our puppies. I love our puppies. But there's something said, so what have they done to our society where we don't get up in arms about children being harmed, people being harmed, 
people, uh, uh, fetal tissue in these things. It's, it's, they really have done a number on us, but this is the day of the great awakening. And we're, we're going to come together and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to begin to have things set right in our hearts and our thoughts and our minds. It's going to happen. It's just going to take a minute. <laughs> it's just going to take a minute, but yeah, we're, we're all coming out of this, uh, deception. And even if, if, if that's what it takes for us to all come together to want to arrest Fauci, that's, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. So let's go. Um, so this is the, um, president Trump's, um, um, the, the, the ticker symbol for president Trump's, uh, uh, DWAC, <laughs> Digital World Acquisition, truthsocial.com. This is the ticker symbol for truthsocial.com. And right now it's at 86.20 in after hours. So it's gone up and down. This morning it was more in the around $100. It was hovering around there. And now it's at 80 and 86, whatever. So I think that they are trying to suppress it. And so that's fine. It's, you know, that's their typical game, but it's, it's, you know, the, the reality is, Twitter went down and <laughs> as soon as this came out, uh, Truth Social went up and Twitter went down. It was very, very fun to see that happen. And it's the end. It's the end of all of this fake social media that is just used to to spy on us and to control humanity and to censor us. And so this is the beginning. Now, I will show you this. Now, they did say Trump. Uh, uh, Trump is set to gain billions in net worth uh, in on moonshot SPAC. So yes, and censorship, cancel culture, and TDS, which is Trump derangement syndrome, is going to build Trump a multi-billion dollar media empire. Yes, yes, because we're all going wherever he's going. Even the even the ones who hate him, they will go to whatever social media he's on. I mean, it's just it's biblical. It is biblical. No doubt about it. He is the, the anointed of the Lord and there's nothing that can stop what is coming. And uh, it's very exciting. So he, he is going to run at the multi-billion dollar media empire. So whether, you know, whatever you, if you purchase this, someone was like, you didn't tell me what it, I did. I posted it three times. I posted information about this, uh, the ticker symbol and about true social three different times. So don't say I didn't do it. I did do it. it whether you are, have purchased it or not, Either way, the bottom line is this is this is not just our about my personal wealth or your personal wealth and us making money or losing money. It's about the freedom of humanity. That's what it's about. And it's so much like our the, the wonderful ape army who have, have purchased GameStop. They don't care if that thing goes to zero. They're holding. They're going to hold it. They're not going to sell it under any circumstances because they're, it's about America. It's about, about the free market and not about these people. Now, I know that they're trying to suppress it. I know they are, but eventually they won't be able to because <laughs> once they're in Gitmo, <coughs> in Gitmo, they won't be able to. All right. So you saw that, but they did post, oh, goodness gracious, I, something I did. I took it down. I removed it. There was some kind of, let me say, I'm going to go, I'll, I'll go find it. Hold on. You won't even know that I'm gone because I'm just going to pause it and I'll be right back. See there, you didn't even know I was gone, right? All right, so here it is. The businessinsider.com says Trump Truth Social broke the software rules. 30 days to comply. 
So either way, we're going to get around it. There's no, you can't suppress the truth. You can try, but it's not going to happen. Um, if former President Trump's social network doesn't comply, it could be sued or have its access revoked and be forced to rebuild the platform. Don't worry about that. They're going to threaten. They're going to bluster. They cannot stop us from having our website, our, our, our social media where we have truth. They can't. It's not going to happen. So, you know, raise a stink, make a make, you know, sue, go ahead. <laughs> I want to say something. Does Trump look like he's worried? Not in the slightest. You, I got want to make sure that you guys know that this coup in Sudan, that actually they tried to do this like a month ago and it kind of failed. And now they've tried it again. And now they've removed the uh, minister, um, uh, Abdallah Hamdok, his media advisor, and arrested him early Monday. So here we go again in Sudan. So the thing about Sudan is they are, they're willing to do whatever is necessary so they can get, they can throw the rascals out, <laughs> which you know, I'd like to for us to be able to do that in America. It is a little bit more of a, a mayhem situation, which I think that Trump is President Trump is trying to avoid. And, you know, the honest truth is um, the the cabal is uh, as upset as they are likely about Sudan, because that's one of their strongholds that they've been using to to funnel money and, and launder money through there. It's <laughs> if if we if we pull the trigger in America before it was time, it could really be dangerous for people. So as we also already saw with that woman being shot, you know, by Alec Baldwin. So we're, it's going to be done in the proper way. So everyone is safe. And as Q told us long ago, how do you, uh, how do you um, capture a dangerous animal, like a lion? How do you do that? You have to, you have to do it very much by stealth, very, <coughs> very, very carefully. And that's exactly what President Trump is doing. I want to make sure that you saw this. You might not have known what you were looking at. This is the VAERS numbers, the vaccine adverse events reports. These not not everyone's been not everyone has had their their adverse event for the vaccine reported. But for those who have, look at these numbers. It's outrageous. Eight hundred and eighteen thousand. 42 adverse events from vaccines. Normally they, they take, they pull something out of after 50, after 50 events, 818,000. That's crazy. All these doctor visits and hospitalizations to 26,000 disabled, 26,000 disabled. It's, cr it's crazy. 10,000 Bell's palsy, 10,000 myocarditis. And now they're saying they want to get this out for the children. 8,000 heart attacks, 2,600 miscarriages. This is on the VAERS website. So you can share this. I, I put I put this out, openvares.com, COVID-data, okay? So I put this out on Freedom Force Battalion so you can share this with someone. And say, I, you know, don't believe me, just look at the, the VAERS numbers, okay? So thankfully, uh, people are reporting it. Many times, unless you follow through, they won't report. So, you you know, if you've had someone who's had an, uh, an adverse uh, event from a vaccine, make sure that they get this done. And people say that they're not always getting it done. Now, I've got to show y'all Obadiah, and it's just one little chapter. And so I'm going to give you the, the 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 skinny on Obadiah. All right, super quick. What's what is this Obadiah? What is this Edom's judgment? I've told you guys this before. Do you remember who Edom is? The Edomites are the descendants of Esau. It's not though about 
bloodline. It's about who's on the side of light and who's on the side of darkness. Now, I'll give you a little bit of a history. When it was um, back in Genesis, this is chapter 25. When these were being born, they're twins. This is um, Rachel. Is that right? No, Rebecca. I'm sorry. Rebecca got pregnant. Uh, this is Isaac. Abraham I had Isaac. And then Isaac had um, had these twins. Okay. Uh, Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, and then Esau, <coughs> who became the father of the Edomites. Okay, so these she's pregnant. These kids are like fighting in her womb. It was, and the Lord told her, "This is a symbol of what they're going to do. They're going to be two nations, and they're going to continually fight against each other." So here it is in bar, uh, chapter twenty-five, verse twenty-one. Isaac pleaded with the Lord on behalf of his wife because he was unable to have children, and the Lord answered Isaac's prayer, and Rebecca became pregnant with twins. But the two struggled with each other in her womb. So she went back to ask the Lord about it. Why is this happening to me? And the Lord, because it must've been pretty significant. The Lord told her the sons in your womb will become two nations from the very beginning. The two nations will be rivals. One nation will be stronger than the other. And your older son will serve the younger son. Now it doesn't appear because we've had the cabal ruling over us, but it, this is a promise that we will, we will end up ruling over the Edomites. And that's what we finally got into that part in, in history. The Lord is, is, has just, it's a long story, which I can't go all into it at this point. But the point is, this is the promise of the Lord that we would not, our enemies would not rule over us forever. And this is the day when this, that, that's happening. Now, so it even talks about this in the book of Romans. It says these two children, they hadn't even done anything good or bad, but the Lord, the because the Lord, it's, it's his ultimate plan is what's going to happen. That's just all there is to it. That's all there is to it. And so he basically, um, Esau, he want, he just did his own thing. He just did his own. He followed his own lustful desires. I would just tell you something. The reason that you, y'all look in my eyes, you hear me? The reason that you are walking with the Lord, the reason that you are, are have his spirit within you is because of his grace. It's not because you're better than somebody else. It's not because you're smarter than somebody else. It's not because you're a, a, a good person and somebody else is a bad person. This is the grace of God. That's all it. That's the only answer that we have, that the Lord had mercy on us. And it talks about this in Romans 9. It says the Lord has mercy on whom he has mercy and whom he wills. He hardens. He leaves them to themselves. Esau was left to his own devices. And look what happens. He fought against the, the people who were... Basically, Jacob, he was trying to do what was right. And Esau fought him tooth and nail, tooth and nail. Okay, so this, even from even from within the womb. So you can read that in Genesis 25 if you want to. I really encourage you to write these things down. Get your crayon out, get your marker out and write these things down so you can go onto YouVersion Bible app or the BibleGateway.com and read these things. So I, and I'm going to put all the links on the um on the freedomforce.live, I'll call this um, Obadiah, Obad, Obadiah, right? And so when you look at uh, this and you'll see, you'll see the links, listen to this, this whole history of this family, because the Lord was using this family to, to, to pull uh, out the evil 
Okay, that's basically the whole point of it is just to finally, ultimately rescue humanity and to show even in this microcosm of this one little family, we have to root out the evil, no matter where it's found, even if it's in our very own family. Okay, so it says here in, um, I've got to show you Jasher. I've got to show you because you're like, people don't realize how evil Esau was until you read the book of Jasher. And you're like, well, why do I need to read the book of Jasher? Isn't the Bible enough? All the 66 books in there? Well, Jasher is an amazing historical text. And it even is mentioned in the Bible, in the book of Joshua chapter 10, he says, he's talking about this battle that they had with the Amorites. He says, isn't this history in the book of Jasher? Isn't it? Basically, if you want to know more about this, uh, this battle, go look in the book of Jasher. So guess who goes to look at the book of Jasher? That'll be me. And that'll be you. Let's go read these things. You can go on YouTube and different places and you can actually listen to it. We're living in such an amazing day. You can just listen to it for yourself. So here is the book of Jasher. You're not going to believe this. And I've told this before, but you probably, you know, it's been a while back. Eda, uh, Esau. <laughs> Esau uh, knew that his father had purchased, their father, Isaac, had purchased this piece of property to bury him so he would be have a place to be buried. And would you believe Esau stood against, uh, uh, so that his whole family would have a place to be buried, okay? And so Isaac was supposed to, uh, Jacob was supposed to be buried here. Would you believe he stood against Joseph to keep his family? his brother from being buried. What does that tell you? Can you, can you imagine how evil do you have to be that you've got this, your brother is sitting here, he's dead and that's not good enough. You do not want him to be buried. You're going to have caused literally bloodshed to prevent your brother from being buried. This is what's in the book of Jasher. Does that give you an idea why? And another place, Abraham is like, he said, Esau is bad to the bone. He's just, he was left to his own devices. And that's what I'm trying to tell you is it's the reason that you are walking in faith is because of the grace of God. No other explanation for it. Okay. So this is um, Jasher chapter 56. So all the Kings beheld Jacob's beer, his, uh, his, it's not about alcohol. It's this where his funeral pyre, right. And behold, Joseph's crown was upon it. And they also put their crowns upon the beer and encircled it with crowns. So this was the way that they were celebrating, uh, celebrating Jacob's life, showing, um, having a memorial for Jacob and what a great man he was. So they're all giving this great, uh, honor to him, uh, for verse 45, all the Kings made in that place, a great and heavy mourning with the sons of Jacob and Egypt over Jacob. For all the kings of Canaan knew the valor of Jacob and his sons. They knew what a good man he was and how he and his sons were so, so good. And uh, yeah, so, but Esau, not so much. He's the, he's still living way, way back in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Mount Seir. Esau heard this thing and he was dwelling in Mount Seir. He rose up with his sons and all his people and all his household, a people exceedingly great. And they came to mourn and weep over Jacob. Not really, not really. They just make it a show. Came to pass when Esau came, he mourned for his brother Jacob and all Egypt and all Canaan rose up and mourned a great mourning with Esau over Jacob in that place. And Jacob, I'm sorry, Joseph and his brethren brought their father Jacob from that place. They went to Hebron to bury Jacob in the cave of the fathers that they'd already paid for long, long ago. They had the deed. 
And they came unto Kiriath Arba to the cave. And as they came, Esau stood with his sons against Joseph. You see that in verse 50? Um, against Joseph and his brethren as a hindrance to the cave, saying, Jacob shall not be buried therein, for it belongs to us and our father. It's like, what? What? Joseph and his brethren heard the words of Esau's sons, and they were exceedingly wroth and exceedingly angry. Like, we've brought him all the way from Egypt to bury him, and you're going to prevent us? You're standing against us, so we can't bury him? Are you out of your mind? He was so mad. Joseph approached unto Esau, saying, what is this thing you are saying? Surely my spy father Jacob bought it from you for great riches after the death of Isaac. Now, so Jacob had purchased this now 25 and 20 years ago. And also all the land of Canaan, he brought, he bought from thee and from your sons and your seed after you perpetually. This belongs to us. We purchased it. We have the deed to it. Jacob brought it, bought it for his sons and his seed after him for an inheritance forever. Why do you speak these things this day? Why are you saying this? Esau answered, you speak falsely and utters, utterest lies, for I sold not anything belonging to me in all this land, as thou sayest, neither did my brother Jacob buy anything belonging to me in this land. And Esau spoke these things in order to deceive Joseph with his words. Let me just tell you something. Joseph is not a pushover and he's not an idiot. Oh, he knows what he knows the score. For Esau knew Joseph was not present in those days when Esau sold all the belonging to him in the land of Jacob uh, of Canaan to Jacob. He knew that Joseph wasn't there. And Joseph said unto Esau, surely my father inserted these things with thee in the record of purchase, in the deed. It's all recorded and testified with the record with witnesses. We have witnesses who signed this deed. And behold, it is with us in Egypt. So Esau answered, saying unto him, bring, bring the record, all that thou wilt find in the record, so we will do. You mean to tell me? My father's sitting here dead. Your brother's sitting here dead. You want me to go all the way back to Egypt to get the deed? Oh my gosh, he's so mad. <clears throat> and he's saying, oh, we'll, we'll do it if you, if you show us the paperwork. He's saying, this is the way they do. This is the cabal. When I tell you Esau, this is what the cabal does. Oh, well, show us the paperwork and we'll do it. They always come up They and, and they make you think I'm going to go crazy. I cannot believe this person. So Esau answered and said, uh, and said to him, bring the record. Okay. And jo Joseph called unto Naphtali, his brother and said, okay, here we go. Hurry, case and quickly stay not and run. I pray thee to Egypt and bring all the records, the record of the purchase, the sealed record, the open record, everything. And all the first records in which the transaction of the birthright are getting fetch thou go run. Okay, Naphtali is his uh, on his flag. He had the um, the symbol of the um, the gazelle because he could run so fast. Okay, so he he's going to run all the way back to Egypt. Is that's outrageous, right? And so um, he said, "Go go fetch thou, Lizzie." And that verse fifty eight, and thou shalt bring them unto us hither that we may know from all the words of Esau and his son which they spoke this day. And Naphtali hearkened to the voice of Joseph and hastened and ran down to Egypt. And Naphtali was lighter on foot than any of the stags that were upon the wilderness, and for he would go upon the ears of corn without cr crushing them. 
I think that's a little bit of a hyperbole. But the point is the guy could run fast. And when Esau saw that Naphtali had gone to fetch the records, he and his sons increased their resistance against the cave. And Esau and all his people rose up against Joseph and his brethren to battle. They're going to fight over this. And all the sons of Jacob and all the people of Egypt fought with Esau with his men. And the sons of Esau and his people were smitten. They were killed before the sons of Jacob. And the sons of Esau slew of Esau's people, 40 men. And Cushion, okay, listen, you got to catch this. But the point is, can you imagine what kind of evil person must you be to prevent your brother from being buried when you when you know good and well that it's on the record? And But he's like, I don't want to see that, that, that when Naphtali, I'm not going to stand here and wait for Naphtali to bring them back the paperwork. We're going to go ahead and have a battle over this. This is who we're fighting. They have, they have their anti-law, anti-justice. They're not interested in what's true. And this is who was his twin brother, Jacob who became Israel, his twin brother. They are evil, bad, bad, bad to the bone. And many churches have talked good about Esau and they know very well. And they're, they pushed down Jacob. They're like, he was bad. He was a trickster or whatever. No, that, and I would always be like, no, that's not the case. And now I have more evidence of it because the kind of the, the way it's, it's written sometimes in the, in the book of Genesis, it kind of sugarcoats it and you don't realize, but I'm like, no, 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 no. Esau was bad. Now look at this. You see this in the book of Jasher. Anyway, Cushim was, but they hid this book from us. That tells you one of the reasons why. Cushim, the son of Dan, the son of Jacob was at that time with Jacob's sons, but he was about a hundred cubits distance from the place of battle for he remained with the children of Jacob's sons by the, by Jacob's beard to guard it. But Cushim was deaf and dumb. He couldn't hear, he couldn't speak, he, but he understood there's some kind of consternation going on. Okay. And he said, why do you not bury the dead? What is this great consternation? What is the holdup? And they answered him. Uh-oh. And they answered him the words of Esau and his sons. And he ran to Esau. <laughs> Y'all getting ready for this. He ran to Esau in the midst of the battle. He slew Esau with his sword and he cut off his head and it sprang to a distance. That's how Esau died. His head was cut off. This is like, 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 um, you know, the story of like uh, Perseus holding the, the Methuselah's head. That's what someone and, and cutting off Goliath's head. This is so in, indicative of, of that same thing. We've got to cut off the head of this evil. OK, and sprang, it went flying. The head went flying. Cushion was not playing. Esau fell amongst the people of the battle. And when Cushion did this thing, the sons of Jacob prevailed over the sons of Esau and the sons of Jacob buried their father by force. By force just like Freedom Force Battalion. We're taking our kingdom by force in the cave. And the sons of Esau beheld it. And Jacob was buried in Hebron in the cave of Machpelah, which Abram had bought from the sons of Heth for the possession of a burial place. And he was buried in very costly garments. And no king had such honor paid him as Joseph paid unto the father, his father at his death. For he buried him with great honor, like unto the king, the burial of kings. And Joseph and his brother made a mourning of seven days for their father. I'm just reading that to you so that you understand who is Edom who is Esau and his, all of the Edomites, all of his children are of the same cloth, cut out of the same cloth. And that's what the book of Obadiah is about. It's about Edom's judgment announced. It's one little chapter. So I want you guys to read it. And I, my time is running out, but I'm going to go ahead and read it real quick. We have heard a message from the Lord that an ambassador was sent to the nations to say, get ready. Let, let's assemble our uh, armies and attack Edom, the cabal. Okay. Just replace the word Edom with cabal. The Lord says to Edom, the cabal, I will cut you down to size among the nations. You will be greatly despised. Does that sound like Johnny Cash? Sooner or later, God will cut you down. That's that's what we're headed for, guys. We're cutting these people down, cut them down to size. Greatly despised because they'll be shown what they have done. They hurt puppies. They hurt 
all all of humanity. They've caused such unbelievable toll of evil on people. You have been deceived by your own pride because you live in rock uh, fortress and make your home high in the mountains. They're like, we can get away with murder. We can get away with anything. Show us the paperwork, right? Whoever can reach us way up here, you ask boastfully. But even if you soar as high as eagles and build your nest among the stars, I will bring you crashing down, says the Lord. This is the NLT version. I love this version. It's so easy to follow. If these come at night and robbed you, what a disaster awaits you. They would not take everything. Those who harvest grapes always leave a few for the poor, but your enemies will wipe you out completely. Remember me doing Habakkuk 2 so many times? We will leave them penniless and helpless and trembling. That's what we're headed for. We're going to wipe them out completely. Every nook, every cranny of Eden will be searched and looted. Every treasure will be found and taken. All your allies will turn against you. They will help to chase you from the land. They will promise you peace while plotting to deceive you and destroy you. (laughs) This is, we're winning this by stealth. We're not doing this where we're telling them we're coming for them. We're doing this smart. This is what our president is doing. You trusted friend, your trusted friends will set traps for you and you won't even know about it. At that time, not a single wise person will be left in the land of Eden, Edom, says the Lord. For on the mountains of Edom, I will destroy everyone who has understanding. The mount, the mightiest warriors of Teman will be terrified and everyone on the mountains of Edom will be cut down in the slaughter. Remember that it says that that God breathed life into us and we stood up and all we were in great terror as, who looked on. They are in great terror because they know that we're not stopping until they're defeated. That's what we're doing. Because of the violence you did to your close relatives in Israel, to Jacob and his family, again and again. This was just one incident. This is on and again and again and again. All this violence they did to the close relatives in Israel, you'll be filled with shame and destroyed forever. This is what I was talking to with, with David Mahoney today. This is an eternal punishment for what they have done. Their evil has is a stench in the nostrils of the Lord and they will not be forgiven. They have done unspeakable devilish crimes against humanity and they will be destroyed forever. That's what hell is. They have taken in these demons and they will be with the demons forever. When they were invaded, you stood aloof, refusing to help God help your brother when they were when they were uh, invaded. Foreign invaders carried off their wealth and cast lots to divide up Jerusalem, but you acted like you were one of their enemies rather than their brother. You should not have gloated while they uh, you they exiled your relatives to distant lands. Remember I was talking about us being scattered, our forefathers being scattered. You should never have gloated when they were scattered. You shouldn't re- have rejoiced when the people of Judah suffered such misfortune. You should not have spoken arrogantly in their terrible time of trouble. They're laughing at us all the time about all that we've, the misery, whether it's in China or Australia, and they're laughing and, and, and say, oh, isn't that funny? They can't get justice. Isn't that hilarious? You should not have done that. You should not have done that. The Lord has seen it all. You should not have spoken arrogantly in their time of trouble. You should not have plundered the land of Israel when they were suffering such calamity. You should not have gloated over their destruction when they were suffering such calamity. You should not have seized their wealth when they were suffering such calamity. You should not have stood at the crossroads killing those who tried to escape. All of us have tried with this way and that way to, to escape this evil. And we, they, they, it's continually, they hem us in and, st- and, and take from us. 
You should not have stood at the crossroads killing those who tried to escape. You should not have captured the survivors and handed them over to the, in their terrible time of trouble. The day is near when I, the Lord, will judge all godless nations, these evildoers, as you have done to Israel, so it will be done to you. I talk about this in the book, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace, that do unto her double. What she's done to others, let it be done to them double. All your evil deeds will fall back on your own heads as you swallowed up people on my holy mountain. So you and the surrounding nations will swallow the punishment I pour out on you. It says in, in the book of Revelation, give them blood to drink. And yes, all the nations will stagger and drink and stagger and disappear from history. But Jerusalem will become a refuge for those who escape. It will be a holy place. And the people of Israel will come back to reclaim their inheritance. The people of Israel will be a raging fire to Edom, a field of dry stubble. Remember, we I was reading to that in, in Joel chapter two, that before that, it's a, it's a garden of Eden. But after them, after the army of God, uh, the cube, uh, digital soldiers come through, it's just stubble. We just burn it to a crisp. All their lives get burned to a crisp and everything that they've done, they're, they're going to, to prison because of all that they've done. This is the promise of the Lord. The descendants of Joseph will be a flame roaring across the field, devouring everything. There'll be no survivors in Edom. All these Edomites, these Esauites, these cabal people. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then my people living in the Negev will occupy the mountains of Edom. They'll, those living in the foothills of Judah will possess the Philistine plains and take over the fields of Ephraim and Samaria. In other words, we will have our own land and we will be peace at peace. And the people of Benjamin will occupy the land of Gilead. The exiles of Israel will, will return to their land and occupy the Phoenician coast as far as Zarephath. The captives from Jerusalem exiled in the north will return and resettle the towns of the Negev. Those who have re been rescued will go up to Mount Zion and Jerusalem to rule over the mountains of Edom. And the Lord himself will be king. The Lord himself will be king. How about that? How do you like that, you guys? How about that? There's you the book that well, there you go. That we read the whole book of Obadiah, one little chapter, and now you know how to how to piece it together. That's what we do right here on the Freedom Force Battalion. We look at how this is biblical. This is the end of their rule over us. Very, very exciting. All right. So make sure that you join with us on the freedomforce.live. Make sure you join with all of our social media. Make sure you join to boycott the beast. Don't forget to go to all these places. Go here, find out how you can get healthy, lose weight, how you can boycott the beast. We're not going to have any more of their toxin products. How you can, oh my goodness, today I went to uh, take a friend of mine to see Dr. Laura about the pain therapy. Oh my goodness. It was so funny because, hey, Penny, <laughs> she was there and she didn't realize I was pushing my friend out in the, in the wheelchair. And all of a sudden, Penny's like, she saw me. She's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> she was not expecting to see Melissa Red Pill the world right there in uh, Dr. Laura's office. That was so funny. Hey, Penny, I'm so glad to, to see you. I'm going to post her picture. When you when you send it to me, I'll post it on the Freedom Force Battalion Telegram. Anyway, so all these things, how to detox. Please, please, please do all these things. Be, detox, this is, uh, I don't even know this, this, this company, but here's the link to it. So how you can detox and get this stuff so your body is strong and can stand against these uh, all this stuff that they're trying to do to us. All of this, do all this because it was going to help you to be strong and to stand against it. will help you to not be muddle headed, how to be healthy. And my team will show you how you can help to boycott the beast because we've got to, we cannot support them anymore. And every which way I'm going to try to find more and more ways that we can boycott them. But here's, here's one way to get started. Um, and yeah, anyway, so there's more of that to come. Let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord. 
We praise you, O Lord, that your word is true and nothing can stop what is coming. You have said, you've promised this and it is going to happen. We thank you that you're helping us to understand it and to decode it. And uh, thank you for all these great patriots like Vigano who are standing up against the powers that be. And I thank you that we're all standing up together. Give us the courage, give us the wisdom, help us to know exactly the right way to do it and uh, and and give us the the, the the not only the wisdom but also the courage to stand uh, in this evil day to uh, against their evil that they have done and I thank you that we're going to see this beautiful day that we will occupy the mountains and that you will be the king of the world and every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that you are the Lord we praise you we thank you we give you uh, uh, all the praise because you deserve it because you are truly the king of the world we put um, we praise you in Jesus name. Amen. All right, guys, I love you. And I will talk to you as soon as I can. Bye.